Hello and welcome back to the People of the PNW podcast. My name is Dawn Colston and I'm the regional developer for the Pacific Northwest. And I'm here with Kelly Rosso, Director of Franchise Development with Express Employment Professionals in the Pacific Northwest. AKA Dawn Psychic. <laughs> yes, love it. And uh, we're here to talk about all the best practices within our 15 offices, uh, Western Washington and Alaska and sharing the best people and their best tips and how to grow our business, put more people to work, and help companies within our market. So listen up. We look forward to continuing to share some of the best practices that we have. All right, so welcome back. We have Brett Weinberg, the Brett Weinberg, in the house today. Hi, Brett. Hi, how are you? <laughs> Good. And Kelly. Hey, Kelly. I'm not quite as big a deal as Brett. <laughs> well, you're like a regular, so. <laughs> I'm honored. <laughs> today, we're going to talk about the JOA. So what does JOA stand for? JOA stands for Job Order Activity Analysis Ratio. So it which, should be like J O A A J O A squared. Yeah, R? technically, <laughs> technically, it's very long. So we said let's just call it the J O A. So I we like can it. say that and be a little bit uh, faster with one more acronym to add to the uh, ensemble of acronyms that we have in our company. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So we love the J O A. We've heard about it now for man. You've heard about it much longer than us, but we started getting copies in our region in late June, early July, and distributed to all the owners. Thank you for that. I know you made us a priority, so we appreciate it. Indeed. But we have been hearing about the JOA since like February, March, as we were, as it was getting out there, especially at ILC when you were introducing it to everyone. So for those offices that know about it, you know about it and you know the value. But for those that don't, make sure you listen in about the best ways to use it. Absolutely. So... You know, the JOA was built um, as we started out in 2019 with more of a renewed focus on getting more data and statistics and analytics to a lot of our offices across the U.S. and Canada specifically because we were such a big organization and we had so much wonderful data inside Q4. The fact of the matter was it was time for us to take all that info and be able to utilize it in an effort to help our offices um, become better in terms of having more value to bring to the phone with their clients and inside of the offices. It was definitely at Sales Summit a really popular thing that was being discussed. And I think one thing that I've noticed is it really helps build people's confidence because a lot of people who have been around for a long time know we do these positions all day. This is our, our bread and butter. Some of them do, not all of them do. But some people who are maybe only six months on the job when they're calling an MP scene and they're like, oh, I don't know if we really do that. They can call and say, you know, we're the expert in this and actually see, oh, wow, we are good at this. So I've I've heard from a lot of people that their confidence is a lot stronger because they have stats, they have numbers, they can say we're good at this and really believe it. Yeah, well, I'd agree. Yeah. So with that being said, can you talk, Brett, a little bit about what the most important features and focus is when you talk about the JOA and how we use it? Yeah, sure. And there's four of them that we've been really training towards. So I think this will be good for those who listen to this um, to hear them. The first one is for the franchise owners or leaders, as I like to say, in each office. A lot of times um, as an office is growing and the objective is to build the revenue and build the business, 
the franchise owners really don't know where the next step is in terms of like entry point into their Ooh, next division. Good one. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Well, good. I'm glad. I mean, it's, it's important to know whether you want to add another LID person or decide to start a new division in office services or perhaps like a professional or SRG desk in accounting or finance or engineering or what have you. Or skilled trades so, like totally. a lot of offices are. Absolutely. And so, you know, those areas in terms of niche categories are entry points, essentially, as you get to a, a next step for your office to help the franchise owner look at these stats and then be able to ultimately determine where they want to go next, whether it's a right turn, left turn, straight ahead, or, or not going anywhere at all yet. But that's where these stats are really valuable. Well, and just taking that very first point that you mentioned, it makes it worthwhile. Like it, it shows you this is how you're going to pay for your additions and your growth and all of that. It doesn't make it as big of an investment because there's a bigger and faster return. Yeah, and ironically, we had an office down in California when we looked at their data from the JOA report, and they had an incredible book of business in accounting and finance. Their stats were amazing. Their percentage fill rate was off the charts. And ironically, they were not a professional office that was focused on that, but they were doing a great job of it. And so make a long story short, the franchise owner said, we really should start looking at getting a desk specifically for that particular niche in our category. Because if we take a three-year look at all the data, imagine what we do if we had one person in the seat, you know, focused on that 24-7. Well, objective, that is so objective versus subjective planning. Like that's objective. There's numbers, there's hard facts. I like it. One of the questions I got from somebody was, why three years? Is there an an answer to that question? <laughs> well, there, there is an answer, but there's not really, really a lot of rhyme or reason. We just as a team got together and said, let's look at a window of time where it doesn't go back too far because we know that there's there would just be too much information. A lot of companies have closed six, seven, eight, ten years in the past. And we said, let's go back a few years. It's actually a three and a half year window for anybody that's been open that long. We only had a handful that were not open uh, three and a half years or less. And so truth be told, there wasn't really any rhyme, rhyme or reason other than the fact that we just didn't want to grasp for straws with information that wasn't relevant from way back when. Right. Good. Good. Okay. You said there's four points. What are some of the other points? That's right. I forgot the other ones. I thought the first one was the mic drop. So oh, yeah. I was like, okay, we're good. We're Take it. I'm good. Um, you know, so yeah, that first one is the franchise owner entry point into the next step they take. The second one is the sales pitch. And Kelly, you mentioned a little bit about this before, but it's really important because whether you're new or whether you've been around for 10, 20, 30 plus years, uh, it's nice to know that you have those statistics at your fingertips so that if and when a DM is curious to know something about us, we can roll off some of those numbers based on the stats that come directly from that individual office, which I think is pretty cool because the opportunity to be able to say to someone, you know, we've worked with 125 offices, pardon me, 125 companies in the local geographic territory. We've had 650 job orders from those 125 and we've filled 92% of those. Yeah. I mean, it's such a no-brainer to think about it that someone could have that in their back pocket and pull that information out. That's a that's a huge value add. Differentiating right there. No doubt about it. Yeah. The nice that. part about that too is that you know, with a lot of um, individuals, it's these generic introduction calls that they've been making, and it's not to say that we're not making good introduction calls, but they just don't have a lot of pop and sizzle and information that really provides data to back up more of that market intelligence. And when you do, 
you really differentiate differentiate yourself from your competition. And that's what we're really pushing for across the board in the U.S., Canada, South Africa. Well, and one thing that we talked about a little bit, Don and I, is Patty, for her region, took the JOA and put some key points together so they could start sharing. And I think it feels a little overwhelming, to be honest. Even though your guys' training is awesome, it's just one thing that people are like, oh, I'll get to it later, I'll get to it later. We're going to work on putting some key points together for each office to kind of get them started on on how to use it. Well, and this is a good point, too, because I don't recommend that right off the bat, the person's going to expect to hit a home run by giving someone on the phone who's a DM four, five, six statistics in their role play and hit it out of the park. I think more than anything, if, if Dawn, you were brand new to Express and we were encouraging you to use information like this, I would just say, hey, take the 92% placement success rate and use that in your intro call. Right. Simple. Use it in everything. Right. And and it, there's a starting point. So you're right, Kelly. I think the, that Patty did do a really good job with putting some templates together immediately. And if, and, and if there's one recommendation that, that I'd make, it's each region, each office is a little bit different because their numbers are different in each area. Find a template, find a little yellow sticky note. I don't care what it is and use a couple of those percentages and data to be able to better improve the, the, the DM role play, so to speak. Well, and a, such a great piece that I learned and picked up through this process over the last several months is if I'm working with an office and they haven't done a lot of accounting and finance, let's pull Bellevue's numbers and they're my neighbor. Like Bellevue can help us. We can partner. We can cross boundaries and work together with our neighbors and talk about their success rate in doing this and build a little rapport and a little confidence in our own team and credibility behind it with that. Absolutely. I was at sale, when I was at Sales Summit in Newark, um, <laughs> one of the offices uh, raised their hand and said, well, I can't use this. I've only been around for two or three months. And I said, you know, I beg to differ. I said, you have an opportunity knowing that you're in the New Jersey, New York market where you have so many surrounding offices that have um, zip codes that are right next to you. We can provide you with one of those offices or multiple offices in your area and still be able to pluck some statistics from that use that on your intro calls, use it when you're sales pitching, and it still enables you to bring more market intelligence to a conversation as opposed to your competition. Right. Good. Okay. What's another point? Well, as, as, as would go with anything in our world, the sales pitch is, is one thing, but how do you use that data and stat information in a recruiting pitch? And two of the biggest things that I've heard about and talked about as I've gone from office to office is our no-show ratio is extremely high. And candidates that we talk to on our phone screens or inquiry calls typically ask us questions very commonly like, hey, what kind of job do you have for me now? And they might turn you down if you don't have anything specifically right then and right, right. there. Using those statistics enables that person to just say, you know, let me back you up here, Mr. or Mrs. Candidate. Here's some information that might be relevant. And if you're not in our system, that decreases your chances big time of us calling you in a moment's notice and getting you on an interview or getting you out on a job. And so our hope is that, you know, some of these individuals that wake up in the morning are expected to come into our office and they decide to no-show, they'll think twice about that. So the recruiting pitch piece of this with the data is essential when saying, you know, here are some stats that might uh, otherwise change your mind. Well, what's in it for them? Yeah. The with them is such an important piece of that. Yep. Well, and I know that you work with SRG offices usually where most of the time they're doing their own recruiting. And we have a lot of professional offices in our region. 
But outside of that, our recruiting specialists, you know, they're judged by their show rates or some of our FOCs are still doing a lot of those calls. We have a, you know, a 95% success rate in our industrial division. We've filled, you know, this many jobs. And I mean, those numbers are going to be outrageous for most of our offices. Oh, my God. Can you imagine like, like getting a warehouse project of 20 people and you're trying to hunt down and find 20 good individuals for that? And many of them who may have no-showed in the past are now hearing that we've placed over a thousand warehouse people in the last few years at a success rate of X, Y, and Z. I mean, it gives them a little bit more hope, a little bit more motivation, and, and we are able to drive verbally a little bit with more some more passion in our conversation from a recruiting pitch standpoint. So that, that's huge, if you ask me. Gosh, I mean, we're hearing it again and again and again. If we're not doing it, we've got to start using it. Dabble. Pick it up. I mean, let's talk about a couple offices in our region that are doing this pretty well. Yeah, I mean, we had a training in Portland for, for SRG and Professional. I know that uh, both Everett and Bellingham were there. I know that they've had those JOA reports floating around, being used, working oh, into the laminated desk side. <laughs> they are, I've seen so them. I hear. Um, you know, so that 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 level of actually making sure those offices see it as something that's extra important by laminating it adds to the flavor and the spice of using it. So that's huge. Well, and it's right at hand when you're on the call or with you're with a candidate or you're with a client. It's right there. Yep. Yep. So that's exciting to hear that those guys are doing it. We continue to hear good uh, good results all over the West, quite frankly, but also here in our backyard in Washington. So I know that you have been working with a lot of offices in California that are doing it. Who's doing it well down there that if people want to reach out and ask them, you know, their tips and tricks? Man, we have a lot of offices using the JOAs, uh, like Kelly alluded to earlier. A lot of Patty O'Connor's offices, because of her, her um, templates and way by which she emailed all of her offices, there are many of those offices that are using it. Covina and Glendale and Santa Clarita, just to name a few, are offices that have, in her particular um, grouping of offices, have, have taken those JOAs and done some similar, I don't know if they've laminated. Stacey Snodgrass special. Right, right. I can't speak to that. But I saw the emails Patty was sending out the day after she and I went through her JOA reports. And I was like, this is amazing. Yeah, I've she, seen them too. She, she took amazing. the ownership. She said, here are ways by which you can use these in paragraph written templates. And what an easy way to say, here's your information to all the internal employees in those express offices. Everything is now hand, handed to you on a golden platter. Yeah. So pretty well, cool. I know Trish Trish and Bill are also – Trish sent me some templates in the, the great like signature, the MPC signature that, that people are doing or the template uh, that you guys are teaching. They She included in her template a little section where you could put a, a blurb from the JOA. Well, like, it was funny. Yeah, it was funny because um, Trish sent me a text – few weeks back and she said here's a picture of our Costa Mesa office working hard in the conference room on their JOA scripts wow we're going to be <laughs> calling next off of a list that you've provided off of the JOA because remember the JOA isn't just a data statistic and analytical breakdown there are multiple tabs there and which one, can be overwhelming and I, I, I like the one pager because it's one page it's laminated but if you're looking at the whole spreadsheet yep. the data is amazing but it can be overwhelming no doubt about it no doubt about it but they took it in two parts they said the tab the first two tabs they were going to look at the stats and you know put together their templates and then they looked at the third tab and said oh my god here's a list of all the companies 
that have at least had one job order in the last three plus years with us, those are the places we're going to call once we get our templates, our role plays, our stuff down. So it was kind of neat to see that. So she took a cute picture. The girls were smiling. They went in and then she updated me later on and was like, they've been calling all day and they're just getting more comfortable with this. Kelly, we got to pick it up, man, in our region. I know. I was just Brett's like, going to like t- turn on us. I don't know. You, you <laughs> give him a lot of stuff. <laughs> I bribe him. <laughs> what a, Keep bribing. <laughs> what a great thing to do, though, before the sales blitz oh, is yeah. to come up with your scripts and have something to to use in in the call time cuz I don't know if you know this or not but we are currently the reigning champions of sales blitz the national sales blitz boom mic drop yes in um, 2 hours uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, nice well and and the question that 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 I would ask is what do those calls sound like like the number of calls that go out are is every single person committed to bringing more value to each individual call, each individual voicemail, each individual conversation that goes on by using this data and that information? Or is it the same type of phone call, which still gets us the business? I'm sure. not sitting here saying it doesn't, but... But we want to be the consultancy experts. Yeah. You know, like, again, I, I used the example at, at recent training. You know, I said, if, if, if I open up Brett's recruiting store from my basement tomorrow morning, and then we've got Express... Both of those companies can still make the exact same call, but at Express, we're a $3.6 billion monster, mm-hmm. and we've got all these statistics to back up what mm-hmm. types of placements we've made, where we've done them, all this amazing information. Use it. Yeah, well, point. well, that's such a, a good point. I mean, a lot of our offices are just having success by just making the call, right? That's the first step. That, And a lot of them are the howdy calls. Hey, how's it going? Or I've got this rock star MP or person, right? That's the call that they're making. So we're talking a lot about quantifiable NPCs, but here's the the next step. This is your information. Yeah, you know, the the biggest question I get on most of my desk side trainings when I'm really dunk jumping into it with somebody is um the nervousness of how do I start the call? And when we start out with an NPC like you just shared, Kelly, it's just I mean, you're blindly guessing whether they have a need or not in that particular specialty sure. area. I'd almost rather say wait on the MPC for 20, 30 seconds. And if they get a little bit of an interest on the phone from the client, then you have that MPC in your back pocket. As opposed to saying, you know, here, here's some information about our organization. We'd love to partner with you. And that information is the data, stats, and analytics, which now I'm just like saying over and over again. But there's truth to it. There is. And there's so much value. And so many decision makers want that proof. Yeah. They need that proof. And it separates us from the competition, which is great. Well, and that leads us into the fourth point, which right. which we've we've talked about like, okay, for a franchise owner, there's an entry point, you know, into the next step. We've got a sales pitch and a recruiting pitch where there are points two and three. The fourth one, which is a big one, because we sometimes as a company don't know where to go next, this is a great tool to help you overcome objections. So for instance, when another firm is in play with one of our clients and the client says to you know you Kelly or you Don, hey, I'm good. We use XYZ agency. How easy would it be to sit there and say, any idea what their placement success rate is or how many companies golden. they've worked with that in the last so few golden. years? I'm just curious. Like that's where it, you know for those people that are listening to this, my hope is that they'll sit there and go, oh yeah, that's right. I can sit there and say, we've worked with over 750 job order requisitions in the past three years, and we've filled 87% of those. 
what's the other agency's success rate out of curiosity? Do they know their stats? Because we feel like we have a lot of clout when it comes to that type of, of, of data. And then hopefully that internal employee can just go quiet and silent and just wait for the response. Because <laughs> the truth is, it's like mic drop, yeah. you know, here we go. Boom. <laughs> We've done a lot of that today. Yeah. Lots of mic dropping. Yep, I guess so. So fabulous information. To kind of wrap this up with a bow, can you talk about the future of this data and collection of the data? And what's the plan with Express? What can we do as offices to keep moving it forward? Well, number one, we've got a document. Please, 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 please put every job order in the system. And I know that's a big, a large ask in some offices, but we see a lot of offices waiting to either put a job order in or not, and they choose not to. The data only speaks to what goes into Q4. And, and so that's a big piece of it. I would also add in this, you'll probably get your data sent to you every six months or so. Doing it every month is not going to be a big change in the percentages and the data, the statistics based on the number of placements we make. So we're looking at around like a six-month idea of getting this out to offices. And it's not going to be in the same setup as it is now with all these tabs and spreadsheets. And, you know, we're talking with with the powers that be at headquarters to try to tie this in perhaps to like a link somewhere in Q4 or an EU or somewhere like that. That'll be nice to have it in a more fluid type of setting. Because getting it streamlined is a big um, focus of where we're headed, especially as we move fast and get into 2020. And the more we use it, the more we prove the success of it, the more Express is going to keep investing in it. And that's huge. Yeah. I mean, this look, the, 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 the fact of the matter is, and I had the honor of sitting down and talking with Bill Stoller last week um, for a little bit, and he was like, this information we still and want to continue pushing out because it's going to be something that bridges us to that 5.5 in 25, because there's so many cross-sell opportunities, and we've missed them along the way. We're an amazing LID company. We're an amazing commercial-driven company. That's what we pioneered. But a lot of the um, opportunities that clients don't even know that we do, admin, skilled trade, accounting, finance, professional, what have you, that stuff is out there for the taking, but unfortunately, it hasn't been taken by us. So I think there's a big uh, open space, so to speak, whereas if we can really start honing in on that through what we've talked about here today, man, opportunity. Well, I think our owners and Don, to your credit, have done such a great job at diverse. Like I would say our ownership group is definitely pretty comfortable with diversification. This is just we got to keep going to the next step and the next step and the next step and be that one stop shop. Yeah, I mean, I look around in this office and kudos to you guys, and and that just says a lot because there's a wonderful, spread, diverse book of business here in Kent, and that's props to you, Don, and the leadership team here and everyone that works here, knowing that you look around and the growth and the number of seats here just just exemplifies where we want to head in many of our offices. So uh, don't let your head get too big on that comment, but you know. <laughs> I'm uh, thinking of the cost of all those employees that we have. <laughs> and the giant Typical <laughs> franchise owner. <laughs> but thank you for that. And and it is important to us because, you know, we always have our ups and downs in every at every desk. And when someone's up, someone else is down, someone's down. There's a couple other divisions that are up and it balances us out. It gives us some different sources of revenue at different times and different economic climates that are out there right now. But um, I love it and I appreciate that. And I like to see it in our region. We are a diverse region and it's paying off and sharing these best practices with other offices 
in our region, out of our region, have been fabulous. And big kudos and thank you to you, Brett, because you are spending the time. You're talking to our recruiters. You're talking to our staffs. You're working with the teams and how to really get this verbiage out there and help them. So we appreciate you. Thank you. I appreciate that. And I love working with you guys. Good. Any final thoughts, either of you? No, I, th- I think that, that we've we've hopefully given some black and white, pretty specific ideas behind where this was built from and, and how it's to be used. And that's just kind of a repeat over and over and over cycle. And if we do that and we get it in the masses and we all do this as a company, gosh, we're, we're, we're going to really be on to something. If I'm a franchisee and I'm listening to this and I'm thinking, we haven't been good at using this, I really want to use it. Where do I go next? If we already have the JOAs, let's assume that. If you already have the JOAs. Which everyone does, yeah, by the way. Yeah, everybody, everybody does because many of the developers, if not all of them, have requested, received, and then sent them to their franchise owners. If, if that's not the case for anybody listening, whether it's inside of this particular region of offices or, or not, go to your developer and say, I need my JOA. Um, in, addition, in addition to that, with additional training, when those JOAs get released – uh, I send out an attachment that's just a very basic JOA overview. There's also some links on EU, Kelly, that you've um, uh, alluded to that are some things on there that are part of the SRG um, uh, uh, site. And ultimately, we can send stuff to people directly via email. I don't mind when people send me an email saying, hey, I need some more info on JOA or whatever, because then I can fire off a quick email to them. So I, I certainly raise my hand and say, send me an email if you need more help. Uh, and now that's officially recorded, so we're, uh, so I'm on the we hook. Go back through those yeah. 97 yeah. emails. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, just for like the last 10 minutes. But like it, for sure, I think that I think that's a big part of it. Look, I'm I'm here to help. It's part of my job. So ultimately, if somebody needs something in a 911, uh, we need help on the JOA. Will I have an hour to go over a phone call with them? Maybe not in that moment, but I'm certainly help there to help and send them a link with all the training information and role plays and templates. You guys know I love to do that kind of stuff. Right. So Definitely. I'm a total nerd when it comes to that. We know. So what- <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Kelly. Appreciate the confirmation. So whether you're an FOC that's talking to candidates walking in or you're a recruiting specialist that's doing a phone interview or you're a industrial or an office service, this is so valuable for you. Having that statistic in hand for candidates, for clients, for prospects is going to be huge. So let's use it. Reach out. If you don't have it, uh, reach out to your owner or reach out to me and we'll make sure you get it. And we could get updated ones too, like Brett said, on a fairly regular basis that we'll keep that data in front of you. Thanks all. Thank you. 